So who needs a change of scenery right now? Oh, everyone in the world? So it's good that Apartments.com has the most listings anywhere. We're not just talking about apartments, but houses, townhomes, condos, and all matter of domiciles from the oh-so-cozy to, did I just hear an echo in here? And from the 3D virtual tours, you can search for your special somewhere from anywhere. So stretch those fingers across a keyboard and change your scenery on Apartments.com, the most popular place to find a place. Hey everybody, what's going on? Rob Cesarino back here to talk about 90 Day Fiance. Happily ever after. Very excited to talk about a banger of a week on uh, 90 Day Fiance HEV. That makes it sound very sophisticated. And of course, here we are back with the man who brought 90 Day Fiance coverage weekly to RHAP. Here he is, Mr. 90 Day Fiance, Puya Zambakili. That introduction is going to make me feel really good for the rest of the week, Rob. I am very excited. We happily are after somehow uh, not missing, not missing. It's been bangers on bangers, and it's been very fun to talk about. Hold on, Puya. I'm a little, I, I, I'm, I'm a little upset right now because last week we did the podcast. It was a big, beautiful podcast, and you said you told me that you. We're going to edit it down. You said that you were just going to edit out one hour out of the podcast. I said, Puya, the podcast is beautiful. I love the podcast the way it is. You said, no, you didn't feel great about it. You wanted to take one hour off. I love big, long podcasts. You know how I love them. And the podcast was at least two hours shorter. What, 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 that's not what I agreed to, Puya. I know, but like after I looked at it, it still felt like it was too big. And now it's a little bit less, it's a little bit shorter, but it's still big enough. Like it's still going to be, you're still going to enjoy it. It's it was like bad. in itty bitty Minnesota uh, now. We, we had like, a, we, it was the, the biggest podcast ever. People call me Big Pod Rob. And now like, you, you just cut them down to nothing. I mean, as long as they don't call you Lil Pod, Rob, we found a middle. I think we can get away with this potentially. We'll have to wait and see. Hmm. I, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe if like the other podcasts of uh, the rest of the week get shorter also than uh, like the hour and a half we did last week will seem bigger. But as of right now, I'm very I'm disappointed. I can only Wait apologize and, and hope that you grow to like it the size it is. Okay. But we have, yeah, I can only hope. All right, Puya. Well, we got a lot to talk about here. How was your weekend, Puya? Everything good? My weekend was great. Yeah, yeah, it was very good. Um, I got behind the wheel of a car for the first time in a decade. So, <laughs> yes. Yeah, that was an experience. What's going on there? Oh, uh, well, I got my learner's permit on Tuesday. Yes. Um, you needed to you needed to answer 20 out of 25 correct to pass. I did exactly that. I got five wrong, but that was good enough. So got my learner's permit. And then Liana said, we're going to a parking lot. We're going to test your driving abilities. She said, I have good instinct, which is great. Mm -hmm. um, we didn't have any problems, no friction. It was smooth sailing. Yeah. Um, and then she was like, OK, now that you did a good job, we'll go into Target and we'll get you a treat as if I'm <laughs> six years old. <laughs> <laughs> what, but, what's, I mean, what's your treat from Target? 
I mean, so I ended up getting a Coke Zero, um, and then we got, no soda, got a salad mix. I thought, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I I know, but I wanted to have it there just in case mm-hmm. I was feeling yeah. a little peckish. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah, it was a good. It was that was good, and then obviously streaming. So that's always been fun as well, mm-hmm. and starting to mentally prepare for the move and what's going to come of that. And oh well, let, let me let me tell you, as somebody who's in it, Puya, get ready, <laughs> get ready. Nothing, <laughs> nothing can prepare you. There is no driver's ed car of moving. Let me tell you that right now, uh, because I am uh, very far. I'm in it. I'm in too deep. Donnie Brasco, <laughs> there's no out for me anymore. Uh, we're down to almost nothing at the house uh, that for people who may not be in the know, I am in the midst of a cross-country move. Uh, this is my last week in California. I will be in North Carolina the next time you hear me talk about 90 Day Fiance. It's exciting, Rob. This is an exciting journey. Oh, it's and, a journey. Uh, I can't wait for- yeah, I'm excited to hear about, you know, the new chapter and how that yeah. goes. So just a heads up, uh, Puya is going to not only take the wheel behind the, the, the Liana's car, <laughs> but also here on the podcast here uh, the next couple of weeks. Yeah, I'll, I'll try and hold it down. I know that Rob's going to leave a big hole for us to fill, um, big shoes to fill. But I, I think I think you'll be OK with who I'm going to bring here to uh carry the load with me here okay i can't wait to uh i'll be watching and listening uh to the podcast but uh, but yeah let's get into talking about our 90 day fiance couples i thought that everybody had uh really something going on maybe with the exception of uh you know ronald and tiffany more of the same uh but let's uh get get into uh let's spend some time with uh mike and natalie because this was really like a pickup of uh everything from last season where mike and natalie they're going to Oklahoma, famously the land of Dorothy from The Wizard of Oz. <laughs> yes, classic, classic trivia right there mm-hmm. for uh, Natalie to present. Um, but yeah, they're going to go visit. Um, There's Trish, no place AKA. like Oklahoma. There's no place like Oklahoma. <laughs> That's what she did. Right, have you have you been to Oklahoma, Rob? Um, I do not think so. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Neither of my dad um, went to university in Oklahoma. So that much I do know. Yeah. Okay. No, I don't. I don't think I've been there. Uh, what's the attraction there for Oklahoma? What If you go to Oklahoma, like what are the must sees? Let's see. What's Oklahoma best known for? Uh, the National uh, Cowbow Hall of Fame, Will Rogers uh, Memorial. And then uh, famously, uh, Chris Hammonds, right? Yeah, Chris Hammonds. Chris mm-hmm. Hammonds, that is for sure. Um, the Oklahoma City Thunder. Boomer, okay Sooner. For a while. Yeah. Sooners, yeah. Yeah. A bit of this, a little bit of that. Check that oh, out. Oh, uh, Mike's mom, of course. Mm-hmm. And Mike's mom, who is not yeah. there natively. Uh, she has moved there at some point. Uh, maybe they have a lot of good uh, piggy bank antiquing going on there. Oh, yeah. yeah. Great time to get into piggy banking. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Puya, this is such a disaster of Mike going to Oklahoma with Natalie. Why did he agree to this trip? You know what? I don't know. I feel like Mike wakes up every morning and chooses and violence. He is a crack of dawn person to begin with. 
Yeah, he he like by four in the morning, he's on the phone with his mom every yeah. day on the way to work. And not for anything that he's a crack of dawn person and he's not like a CEO, like he's not like a type A achiever. What's he up so early for? You know, I don't know. I think that for me, this relationship, the way they've set it up, he wants to be out of the house. I mean, we've been. I don't think I've talked about anything this much in my life. And I've talked about a lot of things a lot frequently, but they just don't like each other. Why are they still together? Why are they going to Oklahoma? I swear he's going there for the dinner. That's really, he's there for the Oklahoma, for the meal. That's what Why didn't he go by himself? Really? Like, uh, it doesn't make a- any sense. Uh, so, like, er- everything is a problem with Mike and Natalie. Um, you know, uh, Mike is trying. He asks Natalie if she's going to make her Ukraine uh, dish. Uh, and she says it can only be made by the ukrainians uh to make the the special dish uh we're gonna go see trish trish has gotten a good hate into natalie since the last season when we saw trish in 90 day fiance season eight she came she visited she was cordial she talked about how butter is good for your mind. And then, mm. I don't know, something happened. And then she tried to get the wedding canceled. And now she hates Natalie. Yes. Yeah, so and she's not gone. hiding that fact. Oh, yeah. She has not been hiding it for a minute. She is famously known for trying to get um, Mike's neighbor to object at the wedding. Yeah. And yeah, she just something was off. I think ever since the butter, the butter was what really got her off of Natalie completely. And it just doesn't seem like their relationship's going to have much fruit to bear. And for some reason, they've all agreed to enter the den together and spend Thanksgiving and her birthday and Mike's birthday together. The old trifecta. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so Mike has a uh, weird relationship with his mom. Is that fair to say? Uh, More than fair to say. I would say very accurate as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and so uh, him and his mom, they talk every day at, well, I guess Mike's a crack of dawn person. Um, Mike uh, and his mom, they have a birthday that's like the same type of time of year. So they're going to celebrate mm-hmm. Mike and his mom's birthday. Mike yeah. and mom. So go Mike and mommy's birthday. Yeah. And then it becomes more clear. I think that they they are both very excited for this. Like both Mike and his mom want this birthday celebration to happen. And I don't think Natalie understands what she's going into. I know Natalie knows that Trish doesn't really like her, but this is going to be way worse. Like there's no winning situation for them as a couple, as a mother, a son, as a daughter-in-law, mother-in-law. It's just not, this is all bad connections that are going to be happening. I don't love any of it. Yeah, because this is an interesting predicament that we're at. Because we've seen with uh, Natalie in the past, sort of like, uh, you know, uh, Natalie can be difficult. I I don't think that that's... Is is that out of bounds to say that uh, Natalie is difficult? I think she would tell you she's difficult. She can be challenging. And so Mm. Mike sort of like, uh, you know, does his best with his limited wherewithal to try to accommodate her. At times, he snaps, he walks off the set. Trish is in the... uh, She doesn't GAF anymore uh, with Natalie. And so she is not going to try to do anything different to accommodate Natalie. 
And Natalie is going to be difficult. And it seems like Trish is going to go out of her way now to say, I don't care. Yeah, I think that we're at the point of the relationship with them where Trish has lost the battle. She's lost. like They got married. That's over. But that still doesn't mean that she has to be nice to Natalie. And she's exercising that very much. I don't think there's going to be any attempts from Trish to patch this up. And no. somehow though, let's be let's let's talk about this though. There was a confessional where Mike talks about how um he thinks his mom is gonna be respectful and he would like uh Natalie to also be respectful. No, this is something that he does say um at one point. So Mike's gonna completely take his mom's side in this, right? Let's play this out. He's gonna take his mom's side on this. Natalie's going to have no one taking her side, she's going to implode, and it's just gonna be messy. Who wants a messy Thanksgiving? Mm-hmm. No one. No one. No one. Um, I feel like this sometimes you see it on a TV sitcom. They have a food fight. Yeah, but do you think this is the type of family that's going to have a food fight? I think Mike is not going to let any food touch them. No, Mike is very. You're wasting for all the food. Those. I've had all I could take. I've taken it all, but now you wasted the food. The chocolate Accurate. pie. I made that from scratch. I love Thanksgiving, and you ruined it. That's Mike's breaking point. That's his line. It's his red line. That's what would cause. I mean, that's the thing, too. He is kind of around his mom. He's more of a youngin, more of a child than ever. Mm-hmm. Um, he gets babied a little bit. Um, but, Rob, have we talked about the collection yet? I would like to talk I, about the oh, collection. I'm not even at the, the house yet in my notes. Uh, I just wanted to stop down on uh, that. Uh, uh, Trish comes to the airport with the happy birthday mm-hmm. balloons. Natalie offers a compliment of uh trish i i like your shirt and i'm, I'm pretty sure i have that shirt uh, same i think i have the same uh dress uh style as trish you and trish yeah both fashion icons and but yeah I, I believe trish tells us in confessional that she is hoping for a confrontation with natalie yeah, the, this the Mike Trish family. They choose violence, Rob. They will pick the road less traveled because no one in their right mind would travel the road. And they're like, "We're gonna go here. We're gonna poke the bear. See what happens. We're mm-hmm. just gonna try." Yeah, I don't know why. All right. So you mentioned it, Puya. We go to Trish's mm-hmm. house, and Trish happens to be the world's most foremost collector of ceramic piggies. Very common. Hobby, you see them all over the place. Big ceramic piggy collection. Like over 200 ceramic piggies. It's it's alarmingly Mm -hmm. a lot. Her house, I feel like Natalie actually does describe like a pigsty. (laughs) Do you have the bell unpacked still? We need it. We need it. Thank you. I didn't touch it's anything phenomenal. here yet. Yeah, <laughs> that is. Oh my god! Yeah, it was. It was a mess. It was very rough to look at. Yeah, very rough to look at. Natalie is like, uh, yeah, this house is like, um, like a museum, <laughs> ceramic thing. Um, that Natalie asked question. Uh, why? Why ceramic pigs? Good question. And Trish is like, yeah, that's just just what I started to get. And, just got more of them like oh okay well that makes all the sense in the world then 
Yeah, you get if you get them, you just get them. Mm-hmm. It's a very, very simple way to answer. So, Rob, have you? Are you a collection guy? Do you have anything that you collect or have collected? Uh, not really. I, I, I wish I could say I was and I could uh, be uh, more interesting, but no, I don't really have a collection. Do you collect anything, Puya? Um, no, no. I wouldn't say there's anything specific. I've collected that I've a, a plethora of plaid shirts. You have collected a lot of plaid. I'm a big uh, coffee mug guy. I do have way more coffee mugs mm. than one would need, especially considering that I'll drink out of like two of them at a time. So probably that would be the one I would lean on or hoodies that are the sweatshirts. Yeah. I think you got a lot of hoodies. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You have a favorite one? Honestly, I, I don't because I have my favorite one in this color and my favorite one in this color kind of vibes, but nothing mm-hmm. specific. Like this is the one I must wear if it's available yeah you know i have a lot of uh like mets uh stuff a lot of mets but but i don't like go out of my way to collect i've accumulated it more than i've collected it gotcha i see i see yeah i um i don't I, if i'm gonna be honest with you rob i do like my raptors one um uh-huh. i do big big fan of the raptors obviously mm-hmm. not in the playoffs not this but year. i still wear it i still with pride mm-hmm. so I, I do like that one yeah so then we uh, got to see that um, Mike's mom has another interesting trinket at her house. She has an antique crib that she's waiting for a grandchild to put in. This is like something out of like a witch story where the witch has like this like uh, antique crib that she needs a child to put into. Now, is this Mike's crib? God, I hope not. Um, but it, 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 she seems like she hoards, so I think it could be Mike's. But antique, using the word antique, obviously, is it better could, or worse if it's Mike's crib? It's worse because then you, because like the, what I'm trying to say is that isn't antique a word that can be used to name old, but also could be like worth something? Mm-hmm. Just like a, yeah. So if this is an antique crib, Actually, it's better if it's Mike's. I, it's that's worse because I was gonna, that's yes, you're yeah. right. It's better. It's better if it's Mike's. It's it's creepy and weird if it is just <laughs> like yeah, it's just a a crib, an antique crib, hundred year old crib that I just like to have in the living room for for you know I'll put a baby in there one day. Yeah, very very odd, very odd, and and again. I'm not one for putting pressure on people, so also to double down in front of the tomb, be like. Listen, this antique crib's not going to pay for itself. You need to put a baby in it. And I'm not yeah. going to do that, so it's on you. Also, like, no, I'm that. not Yara when it comes to the uh, baby safety concerns, but I'm pretty sure most obstetricians and uh, pediatricians uh, recommend uh, antique crib not the way to go. Uh, for, I believe there's been a lot of safety advancements in uh, crib making over the last uh, 70, 80 years. I mean, over the last 15, even, I think mm-hmm. that's a fair assessment. I feel like, feel like, you know, cribs, baby technology. I would always lean towards going for what's more modern because you've got to assume they're working on it constantly. They're working on it. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, Trish whipped up a cake, chocolate, chocolate cake. That, uh, we're still blowing out candles here in uh, 2020 yikes yeah mm-hmm. i i that was a very jarring scene for me because i don't think that's going to stick around i don't think the 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 candle blowing is going to be a thing that's going to keep i don't i really don't yeah um, i don't think uh trish is changing it up anytime soon she has an antique crib 
the traditions yeah. will will stay in that yeah. house for sure. Um, that being said, Rob, chocolate chocolate cake does sound delicious. Sounds delicious, gonna, but not yeah. if you're gonna have Natalie over because that she does not like cake. Uh, I'm surprised she didn't ask for a carrot. Carrot cake? Would she be into carrot cake? Mm, that work? Or is that still? I think cakey? that you're getting into a little bit like root beer. Is this beer like carrot cake? Mm. Yeah, it's carrots, but is it is it cake? Is it cake though? Right. Uh, in that case, yes, I think it is. So I do not think that uh, Natalie is going to be entertained by it. Well, she's missing out because it'll be a good time. Mm-hmm. But also, it makes sense. I mean, it is delicious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So again, Trish, uh, was she baiting Natalie? Does she know Natalie's not going to eat the cake? Oh, I think Trish has set up a bunch of booby traps around the this whole vacation trip thing to get a rise out of Natalie. And I think this was step one. What else is Nat- is like uh, we're going to like Brazilian barbecue uh, tomorrow night of like uh, all you can eat uh, meat of like tell us when to stop. I mean, that would be bad. I'm assuming you've not watched the preview for next week, right? I know they're fighting. The what is what? What is the uh, the <laughs> <They're>, yeah, <laughs> Rob? Do I have the scoop for you? They're going to a butcher, but oh, week. butcher. That's right. That's right. Yeah, I, I, yeah. yeah. So like, so, yeah. So I think we're trolling. Yeah, makes yeah, sense. Definitely. <laughs> anyway, uh, Natalie, she doesn't like where Mike lives uh, a little bit of the Julia syndrome uh, she wants to be in the big city she talks about how she was a journalist and a model yeah journalist what was this actress job? model yeah what was this job very fascinating so I feel like if I think about it in, in today's like a model ways, slash you know, host yeah if you worked for like BuzzFeed right mm-hmm. and you did like the buzzfeed video side of things you're doing a little bit of journalism you're doing some acting you're doing a little bit of modeling potentially so i feel like that kind of job is probably what she was she was um repping yeah but in squim that industry's not booming which not booming say, not yeah. surprised okay yeah all right um that is basically what's going on with mike and natalie we'll see uh what happens but this is a uh, a real disaster uh mike is a stupid idiot for even agreeing to this trip Again, Rob, sometimes you you let the food blind you, and I think that's what's happening here. He's completely blinded by the meals that he's waiting for. Yeah. Um, Mike, you have two women in your life, your wife and your mommy. You get to make one happy. Pick one. That's it. Yeah, make your choice. That's it. Knock it off. What do you know? <laughs> get with the program here, Mike. My- Come on now. Yeah, the first lady of podcasting and uh, my mom do not always uh, see eye to eye. I mean, not every not every relationship is going to be a win all the way through. There's going to be some wins, some losses, and that's just the way it's going to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I don't say, "Hey, let's uh, let's uh, get together with my mom and let's spend uh, a lot of time uh, hanging hanging out with the, just the three of us." Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. <laughs> But, you know, I, I'd like to think I'm not a stupid idiot. Okay. All right. I think you're not. I think you're not. Let's talk about Brandon and Julia. Ooh, let's. The, this let's was go. wild, Puya. So why what was it wild? What happened to Julia? What's wrong Who with Julia? She? Everything. Everything's wrong. What is, like, she is really, I have not had my feelings turn on somebody so quickly ever. 
uh, within two seasons of a show. She literally is a whole different person now. And um, I mean, this whole episode for them was them at the brewery. So let's just dive into the brewery with them. Yeah. And everything is an issue. Like, why did Brandon agree to this? I don't know. Again, Brandon is not famously known for having the smartest ideas, mm-hmm. right? But also, could he have seen this coming? I don't know, to be honest. I mean, I will say the fact that she hates beer and he took her to a brewery is evil. Yeah. Because I think he thought that there was a bar. Uh, I mean, that uh, like I can understand, like sometimes a, a place can ser- serves beer, but doesn't have like a like a liquor license for like uh, serve like alcohol uh, drinks. Oh, I didn't know there was a different license between the two. I think it's a licensing issue. I, I could be wrong about this, you know, uh, but I think that you there are some places you can go that they're just like beer and wine and they don't have like the full bar. That makes sense. Yeah. I mean, when she was like, well, what am I supposed to drink? I don't like beer. He says tea. And I thought you you really want her to leave. You're, you're pissing her off already. That was yeah. like, like he doesn't know when not to joke with her. And it's very concerning. But it's she's like, in a relationship, so set off here, everything. Puya. She's like, she set up like, I, I would have walked out of this restaurant before Melanie and TJ showed up. Yeah, no, Julia was already being shady before they showed up, before anyone was there. Um, and being shady, like everything Brandon did, she insinuated it was because of the friend's benefit to do with Melanie. It's for Melanie. Oh, you and Melanie must love this. Like, it, it was already going to be on the wrong foot and she hadn't even met the girl yet. Mm-hmm. And she said that the reason she's here is because she doesn't trust Brandon and because she needs this for her job research thing. That's it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so, so she's the, okay. So they're going to meet up with Melanie and TJ. Melanie was a high school friend of Brandon. And so Melanie shows up and that, uh, off the bat, Julia is, does not like what Melanie is wearing. Yeah, it says that Melanie looks like she took too long to get ready. Why is she why is she doing this to get ready for Brandon? And then Brandon says her boyfriend's right there. She says, "Yeah, um, boyfriend, not husband." Kind of toxic mentality is this? Was Brandon not your boyfriend at one point? Did you expect him to be going about? Were you going about? Like, what mm-hmm. are you doing? Yeah, what is this? Yeah. Well, look, uh, I mean. Spend enough time with Ron and Betty, and then you have, uh, you know, different uh, expectations of a relationship. Who you? I mean, Rob, their husband and wife—they oh, are married. They got yeah, a bowl. That's true. That's true. Yeah, they yeah. got a bowl out. So, like, if they got a bowl, anyone can have a bowl, but also yeah. equality. All right. So, uh, Melanie wanted to meet Julia, and of course, um, Julia is, uh, you know, being just like completely freezing out Melanie from the get-go, and uh, Melanie asks. Um, Oh, have you been to the farm? Uh, have you met the parents? And she's like, uh, yeah, I live there. I met them. Like, oh, have you been to the farm? And Melanie's like, so many memories there. So many memories. So many. Has Melanie been to the hot tub, Puya? That's a hard question to answer. What do we think? That have have Brandon and Melanie are are they more than friends? Are they, no, dare I say, I, lovers? <laughs> How dare you say the word lovers here? But 
Um, I don't know. Would they have shared the the cauldron together? Maybe it's possible. Um, I would not bet the farm on it, though. I'll tell you that. I feel like Melanie looks like she has some sense about her. Um, yeah, but yeah, I mean, Julia just came at this the whole wrong way. I think. I mean, what did you, did you expect, Brandon, to not have friends before he met you? I mean, have a social life I, I personally did. I, I expected that he had no friends, but. I mean, I, apparently he did. I'd I be, was wrong. I mean, <laughs> I would be happy if, if to find out that he had friends if I thought he wouldn't have friends, right? Because mm-hmm. it's like, oh, what a pleasant surprise. Someone took an interest in you at all. Yeah. Despite they enjoyed, they have fond memories at the farm despite Ron and yeah. Betty running it. Wild. Do you know who I felt the worst for, Puya? Was it TJ? TJ. TJ's got no skin in this game. He's off to go with his his girlfriend of four years, go to this restaurant to go where his girlfriend has to like uh you know, first of all, I think he he's gotta be asking some questions like, hey, what what's the deal with this Brandon guy again? Uh yeah, and why is his wife being so mean to us? Why is it what's going on? Uh poor TJ. Yeah, poor TJ indeed. So here's what we gathered from TJ, right? First of all, he's a man of few words. Few words, yeah. Um, he he is the uh, the second person at the table who doesn't like beer, who is here, and he's here to like Rob says he's here to hang out with Melanie's old friend and Mel- mm-hmm. uh, Melanie's friend's wife, who is clearly taking pot shots at his girlfriend of four yep. years, and. He's got nothing to gain here unless I did see a little bit of appetizer action on the table. So he's got a couple of fries to his name, but that's it. Yeah, it really is one of those hangouts where you know how you could have this arrangement with your with your partner. It's like, okay, this hangout's for you. The next one's for me. Mm -hmm. This might have been the one for her where like now the next time when he wants to go skateboarding with his buddies, he gets the pass because he had to do this. So maybe he gets something out of it in that. Mm -hmm. All right. Well. It's only going to get worse because then they're talking about this movie they watch. Remember that time they watched a scary movie and Julia is just unhinged. Mm-hmm. Wasn't this the most big brother recap of the recap thing to have ever happened <laughs> on 90 days so far? Do you remember when we watched that movie? Do you remember yeah. the time we watched a scary movie? <laughs> and I think there was no bad way to answer this, but Brandon, by God, does he find the worst way? Because what does he do? He says, oh, yeah, I've been trying to get her to watch it, but I can't. She hates these movies. No matter what I try, she will not watch. Hey, Brandon, buddy, how about you do not compare something that your wife doesn't want to do to something that your friend would do? Mm -hmm. How about that's not Not a good thing? Because especially with Julia, she'll she will like thread that needle. She will mm-hmm. find the route to make that a problem for you. Um, also, Melanie tells us, uh, she's like, well, you know, Julia, that this is Brandon's type. Uh, very thin, bossy. That's a type. Thin and bossy. <laughs> yeah, forget bad and bougie. Thin and bossy is the new one. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, she's thin, but uh, not very bossy. Not a fit. Not a fit. Doesn't work. I mean, I feel like Brandon is a pushover. We already knew this. Yep. That makes sense. Um, But then, so here's the, my complex feelings about this, uh, about their storyline on this episode is that up until this point, I'm very much 
you know, Ben Julia, she's doing so horrible. She's being so mean to these people. And then Melanie kind of does a heel turn for me here as well. Yeah, no, that, so the, everybody's all in 100% in favor of Melanie. But then I wonder if Melanie is sort of like had it and she's like, all right, she's going to choose violence here. Mm-hmm. I, I do think that part of it has to do with the fact, well, she's being so disrespectful to me. Um, I can't deal with this anymore, which fair, very fair. Um, but it's wild because then, so yeah, Melanie basically turns around and says, well, we want to make sure your intentions are good with him. Me, me, we've been together four years. You've only been together two years. What if you, you don't have the truest of intentions? Yeah. And what if you're here for the green card? Yeah, this Classic. is like the cardinal sin of 90 Day Fiance of like uh, to be the disapproving friend. Like, yeah, but I've heard a lot of times that people are just trying to get a green card. So like, are is that what you're doing? Like, and Julie even says, "What I'm gonna say that? Like, yeah, that's what I'm doing, and then I'm just gonna like uh, reveal, like, uh, yeah, and I would have gotten away with it if it wasn't for you meddling ex uh, <laughs> friend of Brandon." It's yeah, I love that she, even though it's not the case, she was like, "I'm not gonna let you entrap me, so I'm not gonna do it." Dummy. Platonic that's not, high that's school pal. Who loves beer and scary movies? Mm-hmm. <laughs> really, like those are not a foundation for a relationship to be built on. No, Julia, and I need you to understand that. You think TJ's a big horror guy? I don't think so. TJ yelled like I watch super bad on the weekends type. <laughs> like he's a big McLovin guy, TJ. I think that's the vibe I got from him. <laughs> yeah. Eventually, Julia's gonna storm off. And then uh, Brandon's going to go and, and chase her. Uh, TJ's like, wow, that was crazy. <laughs> Nothing faced him, even though this must have been the worst. Yeah, who paid the bill here, Puyo? Did Brandon throw some cash on the table before he left? Yes, yeah. There's no world where Brandon's not footing this bill after after what just happened. There's uh, no I think he might have just no left. Way. I think he might have stuck Melanie and TJ with the bill. Yeah, you think Brandon thought, you know what? This uh, is producers awkward, take but care also- of it. Yeah. Yeah, they got this. This is an escape card. I can just get out. They'll of here. write this off. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Because uh, then Brandon, Joseph, Julie, and Julie, I thought like did have a good point in like, okay, well, you know, why doesn't he say something like because you know that really, I think that it, it is Brandon's role here to say like, uh, all right, Melanie, like you're you're a little out of bounds, but that you know, I think that Julia just like painted herself into such a hole with uh like just acting like a crazy person with melanie then i I just think that brandon was so embarrassed yeah i think that um julia because the editing did do a good job last week of fooling me into thinking she was storming off for just her jealousy i think it was more of a combination platter of both the jealousy Mm -hmm. and then these comments so she had full right to leave um brandon's an idiot brandon just stays not defending her um because I think, again, Brandon's comment of you're not being normal is, again, you don't want to do that in front of company. But also, once she gets accused of being with him for a green card, and once we hear her talk about, well, go-go dancers and this and that. Yeah, it's not right. It's not right. Yeah, she should defend. We were her, but, all rooting for you, Melanie. We were all on your side. You had us. You had us in the palm of your hand, and you squandered it. We would have come on here. Stan, Melanie, you dropped your crown, queen. 
We love you. We <laughs> would have been all about it. You just all you had to yeah. do was just like don't be then like accusing her of trying to just get a green card. It really, there's one move you you didn't need to do, and you did that. You so did. Sadly, it. we cannot stand anymore. Okay, so sorry. We no longer we stand Melanie for you know a good a good three minutes last night. Yeah, those are, those are fond three minutes. I will take those with me. We love them. We loved it. Yeah. So. uh <laughs> all hail Melanie and TJ, the kings and queens of uh, 90 Day Fiance for a couple of minutes. Yeah. TJ for a lifetime. TJ's done nothing as far as I'm concerned to piss me off yet. So yeah, he can keep his crown for now. We'll be right back to talk about more 90 Day Fiance, talking about uh, Kehlani and Asuelu next with Puya. But first, a couple of sponsors that I think uh, are very relatable to people in the 90 Day Fiance universe. First, I want to thank our friends over at BetterHelp Online Therapy. Rob's podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. It's May Mental Health Awareness Month, and throughout June, Rob as a Podcast is proud to join the cause of destigmatizing therapy. If you're struggling with relationships like so many of our couples, if you're having difficulty sleeping or difficulty meeting your goals, if you're feeling anxious or stressed uh, like I am, especially now uh, during this move, BetterHelp counselors can listen and help. BetterHelp can assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional. And you can start communicating in under 48 hours. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It's professional counseling done securely online. Therapists have a broad range of expertise that may not be locally available in your area. Their service is available for clients worldwide. Just log into your account anytime. Send a message to your counselor. You can schedule weekly video, phone, or even live chat sessions. And BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they make it easy and free to change counselors if needed. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. So many people have been using BetterHelp that they are recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. Our listeners get 10% off their first month online therapy at betterhelp.com slash r-h-a-p that's better h-e-l-p dot com slash r-h-a-p all right uh we also see a lot of uh financial issues pop up in the world of a 90 day fiance of course uh who doesn't want instant gratification i think uh so many people especially on 90 day fiance that's how a lot of them end up getting in trouble but if you're looking for satisfaction there's no need to wait with credit karma money you could win cash reimbursements for debit purchases credit karma money it's a brand new checking account where you can win cash reimbursements for making purchases when you use your credit karma money debit card you can win daily instant karma purchase reimbursements on items up to five thousand dollars just pay with your debit card. If you win, you'll be notified on the spot and your instant karma cash will be added back to your spend account. Credit Karma Money has already given away over $3 million in instant karma to over 50,000 Credit Karma members and counting. Just open your FDIC-insured spend account for free. There's no minimum balance requirements, no overdraft fees, and free withdrawals from a network of over 50,000 ATMs. Credit Karma Money progress starts here right now. Visit Credit Karma dot com slash win money to open your free account and start winning instant karma go to credit karma 
creditkarma.com slash win money to sign up for free and start winning instant karma. That's creditkarma.com slash win money. Instant karma is sponsored by Credit Karma. No purchase necessary. Exclusions and terms apply. See rules. Banking services provided by MVB Bank Inc. Member FDIC. Maximum balance and transfer limits apply. Now let's get back to 90 Day Fiance. Puya, should we talk about... Uh Kelani and Isuelu, because uh, it was an interesting storyline this week where dad showed up. Uh, dad's name is Lo. Mm-hmm. We have met Lo before on other seasons. Lo is a fun character in the mix with them. I love the dynamic he brings to uh, to the relationship of Kalani and Isuelu. Yeah. So here comes Lo, and I guess this is like a big part of this storyline of how, I guess, in Samoan culture, like really, uh, divorce is uh, not really thought of as something that is an option for a lot of people. Yeah, and we did hear this um, being alluded to from both um, uh, Kalani's mom last week or the week prior and then now Lois said it and Asuelu has also echoed it so it's very much what we're being told that is a custom that they don't really believe in Lo does have a confession where he says that we don't even really find divorce lawyers in in Samoa is yeah what he says so yeah okay so Puya we see dad and Kalani go get some coffee uh, typically their pastime for them when they get together is they go out to the shooting range. Yeah, she uh, accuses her dad of going soft on her. So go mm-hmm. soft on me, old man, with the coffee. And I thought, well, I would prefer a coffee. If I had my way, yeah. I would much prefer a coffee. Yeah, uh, that's, I mean, usually, like, I, ideally, I feel like I have not been to the shooting range much, but I feel like it's a rough mm-hmm. place to have a talk. Uh, you put on those like uh, earmuffs. Earmuffs. Like, what? You're like. <laughs> <laughs> what? You I can't hear targets. you. I, I have these uh, ear things on. I'm saying we don't believe in divorce. <laughs> what? What? Of course. Yeah, of course. What? Yeah, it would very much be like um, you're talking while Stone Cold's cutting a promo. It's just what's all around. <laughs> no one's paying attention. Um, no one cares what you're saying. You're busy shooting. Yeah, this is way better for a conversation. Okay. So this is interesting, I thought, because Lo, no fan of Asuelu, but he's like, hey, I heard that you and Asuelu are fighting, and Kilani is thinking about a divorce, and Dad's like, uh, uh, look, we don't raise quitters in this family. Yeah, he, he's... That's like, for no, people who quit. How about... That doesn't happen here. Yeah, he's not about it. He's not about it at all. Um, and, you know, she talks about how, well, we've been together for two years and it's not really working. And she, he's like, two years isn't a lot. Your mom and I have been together since we were 18. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, so dad very much wants her, he wants to push back the idea on getting divorced. And he says that he's been there. He's been where Oswell has been. Says you should be patient with him. Which um, I, I, this, uh, having met Lowe before and having seen his interactions with Asuelu in the other seasons, this is a big shock to me, Mm -hmm. the way he responded. Yeah. This really echoed that, yeah, he does not believe in divorce because he's not a fan of him at all. Mm -hmm. Hasn't. Yet, I thought that this was wild. Lowe comes in and I've never seen him before on the show, but he seems like that he is very, like, reasonable, rational. Mm hmm. We don't have to get a lot of characters like this on 90 Day Fiance, especially parents. 
Yeah, no, he's phenomenal. I very much like like what Lowe is bringing here because if there's anyone that's going to fix this relationship, it's Lowe because he has he takes care of his daughter. He cares about his daughter, but also him and Asuelu have been building the bond. Like the beef was there before, but it clearly is getting better. So if there's anyone that's going to be a good mediator here to fix this, I believe in Lowe. And so then we're going to see Lowe take Asuelu to go play golf. Asuelu does not really know how to play golf, seemingly. No. Can you golf, Booyah? I can mini golf with the best. Mini golf, yeah. Yeah, golf, golf. I've never been. I've never been to a shooting range mm-hmm. of like, you know, where you tee the balls or anything. <laughs> Is that where they go? Maybe they, they call the driving range the oh. shooting range, maybe? Just like I did. It's possible, you know. Mm-hmm. That would be a better for a conversation. You could easily get away with a the conversation there. Yeah, you could have it's, a nice chat and just like uh, hit like a, a bucket of balls. Yeah, I mean, not to sound basic, but if I went golfing, I would 100% want to get in the golf cart. Like that seems like the best part of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so golf cart. I'd like to go line. to the driving range, not like where Liana takes you to go learn how to drive. Well, that's just the target parking lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I, I do think that would be fun just to whack some, for lack of a better term, because it doesn't exist, balls. Um, that'd be good. Yeah. I think that'd be fun. Yeah. yeah I'd vibe with that. Okay. So they're having a conversation, and Lowe says uh, that he talked to Kalani and says, You're having uh, communication issues, and Kalani is leading to divorce. And Asuelu is a little bit like, uh, Come again now? What? What did you say? What? Yeah. Uh, Divorce. Blind side. <laughs> yeah. I thought we we're just going to play golf. Yeah, no. Asuelu starts realizing, hey, something's up. And bless his heart. Like, here's the thing with Asuelu. He's irritating. He's immature. He's a bit of a man child. But I know his heart's in the right place. Mm-hmm. I just do. And And seeing him realize this and talk about wanting to fix things makes me very happy. And the very, very pleasant exchange him and Lo had Rob where they end up embracing in a hug it melted my heart yeah I love very much Lo has some advice for Asuelu he says let me tell you something it's called happy wife happy life and I do feel like that at the heart of all our 90 day fiance stories I do think that there is uh, some wisdom here I would have, I would hope so. Yeah, happy wife, happy life seems like a good equation mm-hmm. as any. Yeah, um, yeah. But like you tell every single man in the in the season this, and if they follow it, they would lead a way happy life. Not just their partners being happy, but they would also be happy. I feel like a lot of them yeah. go against the grain very hard to not do this to be contrarian. So, I guess if we're gonna really like look at this on the whiteboard, um. Can you have a happy life without a happy wife? I'd say the answer is not for long. Mm-hmm. Short term, no. you can have a happy life uh, without a happy wife. But eventually, the equilibrium is going to come into play. Yeah, at some point, that is going to run dry. And you will have a happy life if you did not want to be with your wife because you might lose them. Could you have a happy wife and not a happy life? Like, uh, does that? I think it should be more along the lines of like, can't have a happy life without a happy wife. Because this sort of says happy wife, 
happy life, which sort of says if if your wife is happy, your your life will be happy automatically. And I think that a lot of times your wife could be happy and doesn't necessarily mean that you're happy. Right. Um, yes, I, I do think that you you could have a situation where your partner's happy, but then you, but you are not aren't happy. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's possible. I think some people uh, get in these long term relationships and then they realize it's not for them. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Yeah. You know, they can do them. Yeah. Um, but I think, yeah, I think rewarding the equation, I think Rob happy life equals happy wife. Happy wife does not always equal happy life. No, it does not. It does not. So yeah. maybe I should talk to Asuelu. I think that would be fun. What activity would you take him on to talk to him? Though that's my question. Mm, let's see. Uh, I think we'd go go shoot guns. Yeah, you think you want Asuelu gunsing? Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I probably, I think I go like um, one in each hand. I go like uh, like maybe like a. A pistol in one hand and a revolver in the other, and then just sort of like work at like uh just be like you know pulling them out of my holster, spin them around on my finger, and then like once I've sort of like uh like maintained like okay, Asuelo's like all right, this guy has two guns, he knows what he's doing. Then I think then I sort of like open the door to tell him about my you you know you could have a happy wife and you'll probably have a happy life but just because your wife is happy doesn't necessarily mean you're going to be happy I have a feeling you'll get to him I feel like (laughs) you are really missing out on the video portion of this podcast Mm -hmm. but you're never going to see it I get to see it yeah Rob just definitely did finger guns Mm -hmm. so just so you know that happened yeah, but they were. I was actually like pantomiming that I was at the shooting range with a Swale. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It wasn't like I was being like a douchey guy. Never. You could never. Mm-hmm. That is no. not you. No. Yeah. It's not my mode of operations. Yeah, you are not Charlie. No. Okay. <laughs> um, you want to talk about my favorite <laughs> story of Andre and Elizabeth? Yes. Yes. No they, Charlie they... this week. No Chuck this week. Are you upset that we only got the two of them and not the uh, extended family? A little bit. A little bit. I do love uh, the whole family storyline, but uh, we can get into it. And we sort of have like uh, the fallout from last week where finally Andre comes home and he's uh, F Charlie. Andre was about to punch him in the face. Will this family come to blows this season? Thousand percent. Okay. Thousand percent. I mean, I think Andre is going to wreck Chuck or Charlie. With all of the world now, we're starting to see a lot of these, you know, non-professional boxing bouts between reality stars, between internet stars. Let's get these two in a ring. Let's yeah. get Charlie and Andre. Do you Andre know Puya is the Big Brother boxing still happening? I believe it is. Yeah, I believe they've been adding more and more lineups to it, too. Okay, I I felt like I hadn't heard anything in a while, but okay, I'm happy to hear it's still on. Still on. Still Still on on. and kicking. Okay, could they get Andre to fight anybody? I mean, who are are we picking Andre's opponent from the Big Brother? Andre versus Chuck. Yeah. Yeah, you throw, I mean, versus Charlie. Oh, Charlie, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
I mean, I'm game. I would love that. Again, I would be in the Andre camp. I would definitely put my money on Andre. Mm-hmm. Um, and it would be very fun to see Charlie get taken down a notch. So, Do you think there's anybody that's a 90-day fiancé staple, like or a main figure, who could uh, take Andre? Who could take him? What, what, Tariq versus Andre. I'm still putting money on Andre. Sorry, Tariq. Yeah. It's still happening. Yeah. Yeah. Tariq is, seems uh, too gregarious. I don't know if he's going to be serious. Yeah, I don't think he's got that mode in him. Mm-hmm. Now, Dean, however, Tariq's brother. Yeah, now, maybe. Now, Dean could maybe be the one to do it. Yeah. Actually. Okay. Uh, Andre, he was about to punch uh, Charlie in the face. And then Rebecca was here and then said, why are you stealing my money? And uh, Andre is just like telling on the whole family. And apparently Elizabeth called him a D-I-C-K. Yes, I believe Elizabeth. Not Elizabeth. um, uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Rebecca. Becky. Becky. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So what happened here, we find out, is that Elizabeth was hanging out with Rebecca prior to Rebecca Mm -hmm. barging into that building. And Rebecca liked her and said, hey, I have some other things I need to do. Watch my kids. Yeah, definitely pulled the wool over Libby's eyes. So this was all a big revelation. And um, it's it angers Elizabeth. It angers Andre. And dare I say, Rob, after this exchange, Libby being shocked makes me believe that there was foul play with the family. That that whole exchange shouldn't have happened and was not cool. What do you think happened? I think what happened is, again, Chuck is not communicating to everyone everything. Chuck Mm -hmm. is kind of pretending that everyone's getting what they believe to be their fair piece of the pie. And he's not being straight up with people. He's telling Andre, yeah, come work with me. This is a me and you project. He's telling Charlie, well, listen, what really is happening is that you you have full ownership of this listing. And then he's telling Becky, what's really happening is you are the listing agent here. But again, not everyone's going to be happy Mm -hmm. in this equation. you got to break the bad news. You just have to communicate with your... At this point, your employees, not even your family. Also, there's a storyline here where Elizabeth wants to get a nanny or a babysitter. And Andre is like, ah, can't trust people. Yeah. So Andre's very paranoid. He says, I don't want to put effing cameras everywhere and in the bathroom. And yeah. Hey, hey, Andre, guess what? You're already on TV. You already have cameras everywhere. I'm not going to invite cameras into my house so I could uh, be looking at everything. Yeah, I don't think he realizes that his whole ass is exposed to the world. Like, Mm -hmm. we know everything. People, The the internet is undefeated in finding out information about you. They already know everything there is to know about you. So what are you worried about? Okay. I I don't know what he's worried about. That Apparently, uh, he is worried about that there's going to be some sort of, like, like, um, a person that wants to... uh, harm the the kid that they're gonna find but you know like uh i don't know i don't know what what uh andre is uh so worried about here but anyway uh green card interview is happening yeah so they are going to be his uh two-year temporary permanent residence going to expire and then they're applying for the long-term one which if approved is 10 years of residency Mm -hmm. now that um, process is going to be a little complicated because that requires you to prove that for the last two years you've been together with all the supporting documents with everything proving that you are you know 
able and good to continue on this arrangement. Mm-hmm. So they take it to an attorney to talk about this stuff. And Rob, you learned stuff about Andre that I don't think you had seen before because this came up in the last season. Yeah, so uh, th- I did see this in previously on. Um, so mm-hmm. he's applying for the ten-year uh, uh, green card. Uh, the I-, I thought this was a very candid admission from uh, the woman who worked at the uh, the immigration lawyer. Uh, I want to be uh, getting the correct. Job I title. believe lawyer. Yeah, I believe lawyer. And yeah. she's saying that, like, look, we used to like, um, you know, w- like be like operating under the like uh, premise of like, uh, how do we get this person through? Where now we're sort of operating under uh, these uh, circumstances of like, uh, what can we do to say no to people? Right. Yeah, and I think that's the the thing with that is. They are definitely a lot more strict now, mm-hmm. and there might have been require- uh, some directives from the top uh, in the uh, immigration uh, uh, administration. Yes, I, I do think that's going to be the case here. Mm-hmm. Um, and and it's just simple fact is they have to have way more um, supporting documents, way more proof, way more yeah. solid proof than loose proof. So it is a lot. So they first get very insulted about the idea of the paternity test of the baby. But I kind of feel like, all right, well, it's his baby. Like, uh, just get the paternity Mm. test. Like, uh, what's the big deal here? Like, uh, get over your insult. Yeah, I think so. For someone like me, I've gone through any bit of extra document for any traveling ever I've Mm -hmm. had to do. So this is so not deep to me. Mm -hmm. It's not a big deal. It is what it is. People want to you want to live in someone's country they require all these documents that makes sense to me like in my world that's been the norm um so i kind of see why they're upset but also if there's again the paternity test part is like well you know it's your baby yeah just do the test i I think it would be fun to get a paternity test why why would you say that well why well that i feel like that it would be fun to do it i think it would be sort of like you having like a little like maury povich like moment of like uh sort of like okay rob you are the father and then i'd be like uh in your face in your face like yeah i'm the man that's my And, and so i would be like i would like celebrate and then if mm, I course. was if I wasn't, if they were like, all right, Rob, you are not the father, I'd be like, Nicole, what the hell? You, you told me that, this is, that I, I'm paying for these kids. You told me that this is my kids. Like, what's the one? Like, uh, so either way, like, that's a lot of excitement. I mean, the thing is, if you make a if you make a party out of it, then, yeah, that'll be a good that'll be yeah. a good vibe. Could I have some sort of like a paternity test reveal party? Like, what would it like? What would the colors be like? Red, like green is like I am the father. Red is I'm not the father. Mm-hmm. Rob, you could have this party now. Like, you could literally arrange for this, make it a whole meal. I, I would then... like a paternity test firework. Firework. Yeah. Okay. Like let's let, let's shoot the Roman candle. If it's green, mm-hmm. the, I, I give me one for each kid. If it's green, mm-hmm. green and green, then I'm good. And if it's green and red, then like then now, now things are getting interesting around here. See, I mean, it's red and red. Like uh, <laughs> I'm just gonna like be going uh, crazy, 
Rob, I'm all for this. I'm all for this is fun. It's something. But you see what I mean? Like, there's a lot of excitement. Like, uh, they're making it sound like, oh, I have to do like uh, all this homework. Well, the the beauty. How do they do paternity tests? You pee in a cup. (laughs) See, I don't know. I don't know if it's swabs. I don't know if it's pee. I don't know if it's blood. I don't know if it's the other thing. I don't know. Q-tip and then like uh, like a COVID test. Hmm. What's more fun? Probably a paternity test. I mean, the paternity test isn't fun if you're worried about the results. Yeah, but so COVID me, test like is really not fun. Have you had that? I have not. It's um, wow. Trust me, it's not fun. Yeah, I'll take your word for it. Mm. For sure. Paternity test, easy, painless, fast results. I mean, so that's already better than COVID test. That sounds very, very pleasant. She sounds like a spa retreat. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I think the worst part of the test is the worry of the result. And if you're guaranteed to pass the test, then What's the big deal well, about I, 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 Are you guaranteed? I don't know. We gotta see. We if gotta you're see. Andre and Elizabeth, I'm pretty sure you are. <laughs> well, that's where the, so. the, the the excitement comes from. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, how do they do it? And uh, I'm sure we're going to get emails about this. Someone will let us know. Potentially, He'll hopefully. let us know. DNA yeah. testing. Okay. Uh, let's see. How much is a paternity test cost? Uh, the paternity test. Tell who the father is. There's a lot to learn. More, I mean, you or Maury just does it for free. I mean, that might be the cost of admission. Like, mm-hmm. We'll cover this. Just come on. And yeah. I'm like, okay. But anyway, good. so the lawyer gets to a question about like, uh, is there anything that's like in your home country that might be an issue? Anything like that they might like find? They're going to do some digging. Anything? Nope. Yeah. Again, it's buried. Live life as confident as he does. He says it's buried. I don't. Now, you I said don't, it's buried. buried. Don't it. It's buried. Now it, it, that sounds like something. Sounds like that's a thing. Mm, no, no, they'll never find it. You know, your it. ass is on TV, right? Yeah, you have probably the most documented 90 day journey of all time being on the show for mm-hmm. 15 seasons. How are you not um, concerned? Again, he's so cool, calm, collected and sure of himself that it's baffling. Yeah, I got this. Yeah. No, it's buried. Okay. Um, do you think that this is going to be an issue, Puya? No, no, I don't think mm. so. I think as much as I would love to say his confidence is misplaced, I think that there is no reason for him to worry. Mm-hmm. I think that if he's made it this far with nothing popping up, I don't think anything's going to, quote, pop up. Yeah. So it's going to be fine. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's Andre and Elizabeth. Uh, next week, uh, back to fighting with Chuck. Classic vintage, vintage behavior yeah. here on the nine day pod. You want to talk some uh, Jovi and Yara? They had two segments, but uh, we can kind of Yara 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 this because <laughs> they go out on a date. Gwen watches the baby. Uh, Jovi mm. is back to like this is one of their storylines this season of when are they going to have sex again? Because that, as Jovi told us last week, that, that you know, she has to wait. To get approval from the doctor, uh, but he's mm. still trying to, in true Jovi fashion, trying to force the issue. Are we even remotely surprised that Jovi no. behaves this way? No, 
No, not even classic Jovi. And so Jovi has to go to work a few days early and just the same old, same old of she's going to work. She's going to, she's thinking about, should she go to the Ukraine? Is this working? It's not, not for me. No, it's really not for me either. I mean, the the truth is they, I'm done with Jovi and Yara. Like, if the biggest part of the excitement is, oh, Jovi's going to tell her that he has to leave earlier. Like, we knew he was going to pull something like this. This isn't a shock yeah. to me. Really. Leave sooner. Yeah. Just I go. wish he left already. Maybe, <laughs> Maybe we'd get him less at that point. Yeah. Yeah. But and like, nothing going on. The here. biggest part of the storyline, Rob, is that Yara is an overprotective new mother, which that is not, again, not really that surprising to me. I mm-hmm. understand it. I get it. She has no other family here. So she's going to hold on to the one bit of family she does have. Like, that makes perfect sense to me. Yeah. So, yeah, come on. TLC, we didn't need this. We would have been fine if you removed one of these couples that are just the same. Fine. Old, same yeah, old. Nothing, nothing going on with uh, Jovi and Yara. Uh, should we talk about uh, Tiffany and Ronald? Let's. Let's talk about Tiffany and Ronald. They also didn't have much going on. Um, but the two segments they had, I think, bared more fruit than... Um, the Jovian Yara yeah. at all. So I thought this was kind of wild in the beginning where, uh, what is the name of Tiffany's son? Daniel. Daniel. So Ronald is on the uh, Skype with Daniel and mm-hmm. it feels like he's trying to turn the uh, Daniel against uh, Tiffany of like, uh, he's like, well, you know, if I can't come there, then, uh, you know, tell mommy uh, to go that you want to live in uh, South Africa with me. Yeah, you want yeah, <laughs> Very transparent attempt at inceptioning Daniel, which Daniel did not even fall for for a second. Yeah, he's like, I no, I, I don't, I don't want that. Yeah, I'm not moving. Yeah, I'm not doing that. Yeah, listen, Ronald, that, that nobody wants to move to South Africa. I, I, yeah. I, I'm sure some people do, but uh, nobody in your family wants to move to South Africa. Yeah, none of them want that life um they really don't so the thing with them rob to give you the quick background on it is that what happened with tiffany and ronald they were and she was initially going to move there that was the plan because ronald had this past with the gambling stuff Mm -hmm. um and the record so they looked at places they found like a more of a gated community that they could live that would be more safer more of a peace of mind but it didn't stick to Tiffany. Tiffany did not like having to worry so much. So she was out on it. Daniel had a very heartwarming scene where Daniel had to say goodbye to his best friend. And he was very sad. So they are very much attached to home mm-hmm. and they don't want to give up home. They would like Ronald to give up the home. Yep. So as far as all of that goes now, um, we're going to have to wait and see uh, what happens with the visa results. Ultimately is all we get from this segment because Ronald doesn't get the visa. Their whole storyline blows up and and becomes more of an interesting conversation. Yeah, but if he does, it's it's just going to be done. And we'll see them on the next season of Regular Ninety Day if that happens. Yeah, and Ronald is like, uh, well, look, I'm not going to keep doing this long distance relationship. He's not about it. He wants to be with the which I understand with the kids being involved. He wants to not miss their upbringing mm-hmm. and everything. Um, but it is something that I think is worth noting. Is that I feel like Ronald is, um, he wants them to move and they just don't, Rob. Like Daniel did not take to any of the attempts there. I don't like, so I did read about this on Reddit last week and then a little bit this week. 
<clears throat> from both sides, Daniel is being the term I learned parentified. Oh, um, where, yeah, it's the process of you're turning your younger, like your child into a parent by giving them all these responsibilities by, you know, kind of like forcing them to grow up quicker. And I think there's a lot of that going on with both uh, Ronald speaking to Daniel the way he did. And last week we saw Tiffany getting Daniel to like help make, like fix the furniture together and all that. So I feel for Daniel, but Daniel seems very emotionally mature to deal with all this. And I love Daniel a lot, but it must not be easy on the kids to have this back and forth constantly. It's like, mm-hmm. not good on the, on the psyche. Yeah, it's tough on Daniel and uh, like it's it's nice that he has like seemingly like a good relationship with Ronald where Ronald like wants to talk to him like uh, I, I would it would be a challenge for uh, my allegedly uh, biological children to like sit and talk to me on Skype for more than uh, two minutes. Uh, so mm. it seems nice that Daniel wants to talk to Ronald on Skype. But uh, if I was uh, Tim I'm not sure how much I would, you know, have these unsupervised uh, Skype calls going on. Yeah. Are you trying to shake down our son and and convince him that he has to make me agree to moving when he doesn't Mm -hmm. want to? Like, that is not good. Did you tell Daniel that um, I, I should pay for half the cost of the plane tickets? Because I'm spending too much money uh, fixing up the apartment. Is that did you say that? So yeah, um, Ronald is you know definitely has some uh, questionable motives. Um, we're gonna see Tiffany go to hang out with her sister now. Here's here's Tiffany. She was uh, doing some parallel parking too, Puya. Yeah, she was. Um, she was like a regular I... Meadow Soprano out there. <laughs> I don't think. I think parallel parking is going to be rough. I think all parking is going to be rough. I think, oddly enough, the only test I've ever passed for driving was parking, but I, I didn't retain any of it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Tiffany is going to go meet up with her sister. Uh, she's mm. talking about uh, t- it's Tiffany and Ronald's anniversary, and uh, there was recently some sexy time going on. Little bit, you know, you gotta, you gotta keep everything fresh, even in a mm-hmm. long distance relationship. Yeah. Um, and to them, fresh is phone sex because they can't do anything else. She says, "How else is my husband gonna see my boobs?" Um. So, here's my question, Puya. And look, mm-hmm. f- please forgive my naivete. Okay. Of course. Everybody knows that I am one of the purest souls around. And so mm-hmm. I, I, I'm not, I don't know a lot about like the phone sex. What's, what's going on is mm-hmm. uh, if you're on FaceTime, is it phone sex? Yeah. So phone sex would be anything from an audio call to a FaceTime to a zoom call to a Skype call. Like I zoom think is, zoom is, is, is phone. It'll end up in the same category. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm. Basically any kind of long distance sex is technically still under the old term of phone hey, sex. I think you're sounding a little like uh, you know, not like a, a young person if you call it phone sex now. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying is that the, it's not the best, but also I don't think there's like I don't think there's a new term for it. Um, hmm. Obviously, we have sexting, but that's for that's for written messages. Yeah, that's a, yeah, um, yeah, you wouldn't be you can't sext on video. No, hmm. that now that sounds old uh, if you say it like that, definitely. Yeah, so 
Yeah, I feel like they should have a better name for it. Yeah, I think there's a missed opportunity here. There's got to be some kind of marketing to come in to fix that. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, yeah, that's uh, people are people are wild. So there you go. All right. So that's what's that's what's going on with uh, Tiffany and Ronald. Happy anniversary. And so mm-hmm. Tiffany is uh, not going to South Africa. No. So she has decided that it's not going to happen. I don't want that at all. Um, and she's worried because she wants to share this information with Ronald, but then she's worried that if she does, Ronald will relapse and that's on her and she doesn't want that for him. Yeah. Which is a lot of pressure on her, but I don't think that she can go through life, uh, with that. I think she has to just be, be upfront with him and she can't be worried about that. You know, he's going to go back to gambling if she tells him the truth. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like. It's complicated, but I feel like already she was she doesn't want to have this conversation in the first place. And then to add that to it makes it a lot more of a I don't have to say it. I'm okay with it. So let's hope the visa comes through. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. Anything else to say with Tiffany and Ronald? Uh, Good luck to you. Uh, No, no, no. Happy anniversary. Yeah. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. Okay. All right. Um, and then let's talk about Angela, who uh, came out of surgery. It was, again, a little scary at the end of the last episode uh, about, mm-hmm. is Angela okay? She is okay. And so she comes out of the surgery. Now, uh, I had, somebody had told us on Twitter, do you know that is the, the doctor that uh, did Angela's surgery also the same doctor who also helped out the woman who had uh, the crazy glue on her hair? Yes, yes, he it's the same doctor. The doctor Michael is the same doctor in both. And then I saw something today that he was also on another show called Second Wives, I believe. So, mm-hmm. yeah, Dr. Did Michael I say Crazy a, Glue, I meant Gorilla Glue. Yes, yes, like yes, 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 same that of the same. Yes. Yeah, so that is the same doctor. He's he's making Dr. His rounds Michael Obang. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, so yeah, he's a bit a good, a good get for ninety day fiance. Oh yeah, they definitely struck with this. Now, obviously, the question he's going to get his own asked, show. Surely, right? You got to imagine mm-hmm. he ends up on his own thing potentially because yeah. he does have a bit of personality to him too. He does. And I definitely see it. Yeah, yeah, and he also is like uh, really good on the fly, where um, he like just deflects very inappropriate comments from Angela. Like it's nothing. So he's good. He's good yeah, on he's camera. He's good with dealing with that. Yeah, yeah. Very good on camera. Yeah. All right. So Jojo, I feel like we're setting up a storyline here where, uh, they tell Jojo no soda for Angela. She's like, oh, I'm just worried because Angela's going to tell me she wants stuff and I'm going to have to get it for her. Mm-hmm. Jojo's going to definitely, buckle on she's gonna whatever Angela yeah. yeah she's gonna care easy yeah all right um <laughs> and also uh do, i guess we hear from michael that he's also concerned about how this is gonna go yeah, michael's got so a one-track feel- mind yeah michael's focused on one thing obviously it's very clear angela's avoiding him and not talking to him but pretty much the entire angela michael storyline after the the worry about the post-surgery was angela doesn't like the size of her chest She's worried Michael won't, so she's avoiding Michael. And then um, the doctor is going to bring this up, 
and and I don't like the one thing I will say. I don't like that Doctor Michael Obeng's the supposed to be the bearer of bad news. That like it's weird that the doctor is FaceTiming Michael. It just is. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's odd. Yeah, he's willing to do it. He's a you know give him. He's on camera. He's ready to go. And he, he does this as a show. And so Angela's like, yeah, this is um, not what she expected. She says she feels flat as a board. Yeah. And then she's worried that she'll have a new nickname come out of mm-hmm. this. Yeah. 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 Yes. Uh, the, so, yes. She said that she could be itty bitty now. Yeah. And which was, what was the other name she had? <laughs> yeah. It was big. Yeah. Big, big versus itty bitty. There we go. There we yeah. Go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah big uh yeah so that that was that was <laughs> uh b bta i think uh was what they called her yeah it was bta so like obviously all of this comes together she's not happy about it but it is as happens for her own health which in the post confessionals it seems like she's made her peace with it and is cool with it mm-hmm. but in the present day she was not happy with the arrangement yeah. because um mathematically speaking she went from a one to one arrangement instead to a two to two arrangement mm-hmm. so that means instead of removing one from each side they removed two pounds from each side mm-hmm. which upset her yeah so they FaceTime with Michael and he's upset. Yeah. He doesn't like what they did. Yeah. At all. Mm -hmm. So yeah. um, Dr. Dr. Michael says, um, no, don't worry about it. It's fine. It's going to be fine. This is good. Yeah. He's very calm doctor. He's very calm. He's very confident. He's like, "Um, no, we did a good job. This is great. This is going to be very good. You'll, you'll be very happy. Like, okay. Guaranteeing it. Yeah. We'll take your word for a doc. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so then they get off the phone with Michael and um, Angela says, okay, well then if Michael is not happy, then I guess you have to marry me then because that you cost me a husband. This is very fair. That does it seem fair? Is that a fair arrangement? I feel like I would argue no. No. Um, I'm sure Michael, with all due respect to and BTA, uh, I'm sure Michael is doing fine. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think I think he's doing fine. I think everything's okay. Yeah. Um, you need to stop that. I mean, this is again another good example of Angela. Uh, being swerved by the good doctor. Yes, that he spin moves out of this marriage proposal. And then Angela Mm -hmm. tries to throw out the, like, uh, well, I can be your side chick. (laughs) He's like, ah, that uh, that would still be very inappropriate. Um, Yes. Someone spray, throw some spray bottle on it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then he just, like, hurtled over that one and uh, was able to (laughs) get away. Uh, And yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's really all that's going on with uh, Angela. And JoJo, where now I think that we're going to get into where now Angela is trying to like break the rules or break out of of the prison. Like I'm saying prison, but I mean like she's going to try to like she's going to try to escape and get to some sort of like um, place to go buy cigarettes. Yeah, which does not surprise me. It's very clear that Angela is not keen on following the rules Mm -hmm. of recovery here. But here's hoping she does. 
for her own sake, for Michael's sake, for everyone's sake, because I mean, again, you commit to do a procedure, like you got to know that it comes with a long road of recovery that might require you to eat or do things that you don't want to do. Yeah. Okay. So uh, this was a lot of fun. Anything else that we missed for you? No, there's a couple, like, obviously there's the next time on stuff, but there's nothing massive. Anything you want to highlight? uh, Yes. Andre is in the house, like the, the new listing doing stuff, like, you know, demoing it charlie comes in angry so that'll be fun yeah um then there's a couple like tiffany and ronald are gonna she's tiffany's gonna we're gonna meet tiffany's dad which i think is gonna be cool yeah so that'll be exciting to see uh obviously we talked about the butcher scene that's gonna be happening but that's it everything else is kind of gonna be same old same old but you know with 90 day they're always gonna find a new way to package it for us to enjoy and i can't wait to get to that next week okay but yeah what else do you have coming up Let's see. So this week we have the finale of The Masked Singer. So we're going to find out who's going to win. The final three are all very good in their own ways. What are the costumes? So the last three remaining are the piglet. Um, Trish is rooting for that one. Yeah. Um, uh, And then you've got the black swan. Yeah. And you've got the chameleon. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So sight unseen, Rob, who are you rooting for? Chameleon. Gotcha. Sounds good. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's happening, and then of course, um, as with regular fare, I do stream on Twitch three, four times a week. Twitch.tv slash Puya, and uh, more driving maybe this week. We'll see. Oh, okay. Um, do you have any uh, Twitch streaming going on? Like, uh, could uh, Liana hold the phone and uh, stream you driving? See, some people have suggested that. No, to eyes a, on the road. Give Puya, that to come us. On. Eyes on the first of all, eyes on the road for sure. Uh, second of all, I feel like I would feel so self conscious knowing that many yeah. people are like watching and ready to pass judgment. No, mm-hmm. no thanks. Yeah, you're already getting your treat at Target. You don't need then to be distracted. Yeah. Okay. When I'm a good, when I'm doing a good job, Liana takes me to Target. Isn't that what Beyonce said life's all about? Mm-hmm. When I he, think so. yeah, when he does good, take him somewhere. It's not Red Lobster for me, but I'll no. take I'll take Target. The red Bullseye. Fine. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Moving up in the world. Okay. All right. Uh, of course, uh, that this was a ton of fun. Of course, also, uh, we will be back with uh, News AF on Tuesday over the weekend. I got to talk about the movie Life Size on the latest Robin Akiva Nita podcast, which was a lot of fun. Uh, we caught up with Clarence Black on the latest Talking with T-Bird. And also, I got to watch Love and Hip Hop Atlanta Season 1, Episode 4 on the RJP Rewind with Chappelle and Sasha Joseph. Sounds like a good time, Rob. It was, good, it was, it was wild. Uh, and then I'm getting ready for Wednesday night to talk about the 20th best season of Survivor, Survivor the Australian Outback. Going way back for that one. Way back Should for that fun, one. though. That's right. All right. Of course, and then we'll be doing our uh, Tuesday night this week, uh, last Tuesday of the month. We're going to be doing our patron, new patron orientation meet and greet. I will be uh, on our Zoom call at 8 p.m. Eastern to chat with our newest patrons and explain everything that's going on, how to access all the benefits on Patreon, and of course, getting to say hello to our newest patrons. Uh, You can uh, find out all the information on how to jump on that call at robiswebsite.com slash patron. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening. Uh, Puya, uh, that uh, can't wait to hear uh, everything that's coming up in the 90-day world. Yeah, I'm very excited, Rob. You will be missed, of course, yeah. and I can't wait for your return. Uh, but in the interim, again, 
will not reveal, but I have someone who I think will be doing a good job of filling your shoes in. All right. Puya, talk to you later. Take care, everybody. Have a good one. Bye. Support for this podcast comes from our friends over at Geico. Do you own or rent your home? Sure you do, and it's hard work, but you know what's easy? Bundling with Geico. Geico makes it easy to bundle your home and car insurance. It's a good thing, too. You're busy enough. Go to geico.com, get a quote, and see how much you could save. It's Geico easy. Visit geico.com today.